Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And welcome to part two of the show that uh, we are doing now. It's called, this is the title of the show, Caring for Our Aging Loved Ones in How and Where They Live. We want to make sure that our aging loved ones have a safe place where they can have quality of life and be secure and be happy and they can uh, grow uh, old as gracefully, I almost said graciously, but I guess that too, as gracefully as possible. So uh, this is part two of that show. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And we're in the middle of this conversation with uh, the Golden Girls, Diane Delaney and Cherie Henry, very well representing here Golden Placement Services, which is their business. You are business partners, correct? That's correct. Yeah, yes. good. And uh, you guys rise to the challenge every time. I mean, I've... Uh, uh, sent people your way, and you followed up, and, uh, and I talk about you all the time because I really believe in what you're doing, and that's that's really really important. So we're glad to uh, welcome you back in the studio uh, today for part two, and this is caring for our aging loved ones in how and where they live. Right. You know, I want to add my two cents into that. As a psychologist, having people who are safe is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can't even begin to put out in front of somebody the struggles that you're dealing with if you have fear that is going to cost you in some way. It's going to embarrass you. It's going to take your money. Um, it's going to be you laying a whole bunch of stuff on the line and for what benefit. And so I really, again, just want to welcome you both here and thank you for being such safe people in such a vulnerable situation when people are looking for how to help parents, a parent, both parents who are not in a very mentally safe place. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. or physically safe Mm -hmm. for that matter in terms of deteriorating and not being able to take care of themselves. As you mentioned, taking care of those activities activities of daily life so on the um, other side of the program on the on-air portion uh, you did such a fantastic job explaining how your organization works when it comes to finding that safe place for folks who are looking for a placement for a family member but what I think is just so fantastic is what you really offer to your clients is Come and check us out, get to know us, tell us your situation in advance of that because there's all kinds of issues in between when somebody first starts noticing a problem with mom and dad and when we get to a point where we're looking at needing to find a different place for them to live. So I'm really excited that on this half of the show, we are going to focus in more specifically on what are the avenues to look at when placement is not the best option mm-hmm. for a family member? Will you pick it up from there? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. So when um, family want to keep a loved one at home, and, and I'm going to expand the family situation. Family, we often 
very often, and especially recently, are working with spouse um, in mm-hmm. situations where right. it's the um, husband or wife that they're working for. And, and as hard as parent um, placement or issues are, spouse is by far um, even more devastating for the individuals. Such a good point, Sheree, mm-hmm. and maybe it's my own denial, you know? I don't even want to go down there, right? I hear you. I absolutely Denials. do. I mean, we're we're all at the age where it could be our spouse. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, the thought just just makes me devastated. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of compassion for those people because a lot of them are our age. So are you saying that this is the situation where one of the spouses can still be independent and live at home, but the other one might need to go to a retirement mm-hmm. community or a yeah, Care and I'll place. give you just a brief example, and, and there's many, but right now I'm working with um, a wife. Her husband is 68 years old. He has had dementia for at least eight years, wow. and so his stage, uh, his dementia, his Alzheimer's late stages, and he is totally non-functional, and she's probably 65, and we have worked since, oh, for months, and looking at different resources, and that's what we're going to go into. And some of those resources are to help her successfully keep him at home longer. And then at the same time, we're also looking at communities, and we're trying to make the determination whether memory care is the best option or adult care home. And she doesn't know. So what we're going to do is we're looking at all those options, and we're just taking our time to help her with this process and this path. And it's devastating. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a tough one. So it's not only spouse, but many, many individuals don't have children. So now we're mm-hmm. talking nieces and nephews working with their aunts and uncles who are single. Um, so it, it, it just, in, it's expanded family. So, but I, I will say that spouse is probably the most difficult. Um, and so what we're doing, and, and I'm going to kind of use this couple as kind of the focus um, because it helps, I think, everything that we have to say about this really, this story kind of encompasses that. Sure. Um, so we're looking for quality of life for that individual that will be placing or that has the care needs. And that's different with everyone. So what does that quality of life look like for that person? Um, and of course they have to use their spouse or their loved ones for their spokesperson often, sometimes not. Some are able to tell us. And with that, um, how do we, in, in that, I'm going to go back up and say in that assessment process, that's our listening part. And if we are seeing that placement isn't the right thing today, uh, or may not be, then it is our responsibility, and we've taken it very seriously, to help them find resources to give them that quality of life. And if it's to stay home, then that's what it is. So all of that will depend on what the person's diagnosis is, what their care needs is, the living environment. Does the house have stairs? Well, that's probably not going to be beneficial for them to stay there. support and resources. So do they have children that can come in and support that mother or father um, supporting their their loved one? Um, Do they have financial resources for in-home care? What kind of resources, other resources do they have? And when we get that big picture, then what we can do is 
give them other resources that they can at least interview, research, see if that's going to be better for them or not. Um, the biggest cult- culprits in uh, for decline are, are a couple of things. Meds not taken properly. So mm. how is that person going to get med management and supervision over meds? And we've got some resources uh, that, can, that can be done or used rather than perhaps a facility or uh, uh, using a provider. Um, nutrition. Is that person getting food? Is there a way for them to, on a regular basis, eat well? Um, and that comes to, are there children that can bring food in, prepare food? Can we get an in-home health care to do that? And sleep deficits. Sleep deficits, I think you're mm. seeing and hearing so very much about what that does to dementia and um, somebody's able to, uh, ability to function. Um, are they able to get sleep? Do they have insomnia? Are they suffering with sundowners? And are there resources to help them make sure that they get their sleep? Isolation. Let me tell you, Mm. isolation is human beings were made. God gave us to be social beings. Uh, there, there, There just isn't any question. And we don't have to be gregarious, but we need touch. We need that's right. We need interaction. We need to hear voices. That's who Mm -hmm. we are. That's right. And so isolation is a huge deficit for people and and when people become isolated we see terrible terrible things happen that's to them right. depression right. depression mm, and and sure. you know that's it right. just and and then that leads to sure. sleep deficit mm-hmm. not eating mm-hmm. not taking meds mm-hmm. you know so it's a cycle mm-hmm. so sure um so those are the some of the things that we wanted to talk about and and i'm gonna um uh i think the next thing uh, what i'd like to do is review um a list of things that we've got listed, and they're the 10 warning signs of when a loved one might need some kind of support or help. That's great. And if I can just read through them very quickly, um, then then we'll we'll give you an opportunity to get a hold of them um, for yourself. So one of the first things is, do they pose a threat to their own well-being? So are they not eating? Mm-hmm. Are they not keeping themselves hygienically in good um, shape and, and do we have stuff going on. Would um, that be things like leaving the burner on mm-hmm, or leaving mm-hmm. the front door unlocked or open or, you know, those kinds of safety issues as yeah, well? Yeah, and opening the door to anyone yeah. Mm. Yeah. and mm. inviting them into their homes. We've yeah. had these stories. Mm. Wow. Um, wow. And, and that's dangerous. Yeah. And their medication. Do I remember, did I take my medication yeah. this morning? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I better take it then. They take it double uh-huh. take it yeah. or they forget to take it or they drop it on the exactly. floor wow. um, yeah. so that uh-huh. can be mm-hmm. very so that that can encompass a whole min- just a, a lot of things mm-hmm. um, have they been recently discharged from the hospital and this is usually taken out of everybody's hands usually the medical teams um, kind of make that decision at uh, at hospitalization whether or not somebody's safe to go home or not um, uh, experience physical limitations are they able to get to the bathroom are they able to get up are they able to get to bed, mm-hmm. to the kitchen, mm-hmm. to feed themselves? Um, lapses in memory, of course. We know, well, <laughs> that's a, that's that's um, one that we can all kind of identify with a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's but where the spectrum <laughs> matters, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it, it does. <laughs> but Uh-oh. I mean, where, where, where it becomes a deficit right. or right. Uh, pose a threat to their own well-being. 
Um, and, and we've kind of touched on it, unable to prepare their meals, because as we said, mm-hmm. nutrition is such a big, big part of being healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, maintain their independent lifestyle. Um, is the is the house safe? Is it being maintained? Is it being mm-hmm. house? Uh, is the house being cleaned? Mm-hmm. Are there things in their way that they're going to be stumbling upon? Right. Um, many things like that. Um, are they able to make it through the night unattended? Um, this is this is something again that goes back to some of the things that we've talked about. Are they disrupting your personal schedule? You've got a job. You've got kids to take to and from. Are you getting an emergency call every night at three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning? Oh my goodness! How do you, how do you, take care of your life and your children who are a priority to you, and your own spouse and your own life and your job so that you can afford to take care of the things that need to be taken care of. Right. These are tough. Yeah. Um, And perhaps, and this is one that happens, you guys, every day, the primary care provider in in a child is the one that seems to get the blunt, the brunt, I should say, of anger, frustration, and Mm -hmm. fear of that Mm -hmm. loved one. Mm -hmm. So often I have the adult child. I've done everything, the daughter. I have done everything. I've dropped everything for mom, and she just, she's not happy with what I do. She complains. That is so typical, you guys. Mm -hmm. It's so Mm -hmm. typical. The other thing thing that's typical is the role reversal. The parent becomes Mm -hmm. the child, Mm -hmm. and children become the parent, and it's very difficult. Boy, all these dynamics, you can just imagine, Mm -hmm. just imagine where where all of that goes, to not not good places, to Mm -hmm. very difficult Mm-hmm. dynamics mm-hmm. in between and with people. some of these again if you have the right resources maybe maybe there are ways to take yourself out of the picture a little bit and have the other resources mm-hmm. take over mm-hmm. um, and and so we'll we'll kind of go into into that if I could add to this this is so important to me again listening as my psychologist ears are going <laughs> you've heard it all off, right <laughs> Well, that whole depression piece, whether it's whether it's uh, the the uh, family member who is experiencing the deficits, right. whether the depression is happening on that side, or whether it is the caregiver who is investing so much energy, right. heart, soul, and body into this situation, and what's what am I getting back from it? They're not getting better, and in fact, I'm I've I've got crisis and chaos facing me. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most difficult situations that we as America face: is mm-hmm. depression and the wearing out of our caregivers. Absolutely. So and their really health is at risk that. too. That's mm-hmm. exactly so right. And if that caregiver is also a mother. Then we've got a whole nother area because we know that our children are at great risk if moms are depressed. So we really have to pay attention to all of what you're seeing here and the fact that knowing about this, a caregiver can go, oh, isolation, oh, being overwhelmed. I better make sure that that doesn't happen to me because then I'm not going to do the job well. It's not that I'm lazy. It's not that I don't have stamina. I'm not a good worker, whatever. This, as you said, is how we're made as human beings, and we can't shoulder this burden alone. Mm-hmm. We aren't meant to, and it will go. It won't go well. Exactly. So really and that's what I really appreciate this. about you guys is mm-hmm. that uh, somebody just with a phone call, 
Because sometimes it is just uh, identifying some resources maybe that they hadn't thought about or maybe they didn't know were available or maybe not for their situation or in our area or whatever. Uh, So I want to make sure that our our people feel like they can call you Mm -hmm. and email you because you are a resource. And I like what you're doing with these other options. So maybe if placement isn't necessary right now, if there are other uh, interim things that can prolong that placement, then, uh, then you have that list of things and, and um, services that can be provided to do that. And I want to ask a specific question about, uh, about these, um, these 10 warning signs. And I think you're going to want to offer the 10 warning signs to our listeners. And we'll talk about that right after the break. We'll be right back. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Life changes have happened and it's time to sell your house. That can be a difficult process when you've lived there for decades, especially under tragic circumstances like losing a spouse. 24-7 Properties takes the time to go over the details of your unique situation and understand your needs. We do what we can to maximize the value of your home. Learn online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 247 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, And we're back. Uh, we're having such a great conversation with Diane and Cherie about this all-important subject that most families will confront or face or be faced with uh, at some point. And, and in fact, uh, during the commercial break, we were just talking about the fact that uh, for the in-home family caregiver, whether that's full-time or whatever the range of uh, caregiving needs. In the United States, there are 65 million family caregivers. And those are the folks that uh, are, should be picking up the phone and calling Golden Placement Services because if they have questions, if they're, 
facing challenges and uncertainties. They don't know what to do or where to go or where to turn or who to ask. Pick up the phone and call Golden Placement Services. Let's hear that number for you guys. 503-723-7145. Good. Thank you. I want to hear that. You know a few what's times. so important about this is is uh, there's such a big push right now in our country for preventative health care. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is here it is, preventative health care in the form of of two people who are very committed to helping people who are being faced with this difficult, challenging time. Mm-hmm. So thank you for the, thank you for everything you've been providing us today. And I want to say that no one can know what you guys know because, I mean, you have uh, fought the battle. You're out there with the families, and you know where the resources are. No one can know that unless they're doing it day in and day out, and you guys are doing it <laughs> a lot. I know how busy you are. But uh, I know that you guys want to offer this list of 10 warning signs and it was such a good list. Thank you for going through that and Cherie uh, mentioning these things. And because everybody can say, okay, uh, maybe number seven and number nine, uh, the other ones are not. So then what do they do about that? You know, if they've identified a couple of these warning signs, then they call you guys. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's offer this right now. So anybody can get an email, uh, a PDF, a copy of this m- email to their, to their email address. And it's the 10 warning signs. It says at the top, has your loved one, dot, 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 and then the 10 things. So um, our listeners can go to your website at goldenplacements, plural, goldenplacements.com. And you have a contact form, I think you were mentioning. Mm -hmm. So they can just fill that out. All you need is a first name and an email address, right? You don't need their serial number and social security right. number and mother's maiden name and all that. Just And you just get it right out to them, right? Mm-hmm. And exactly. uh, I think it's such a great resource. So I hope our listeners who are in this situation or see it coming or maybe you're thinking, well, dad, you know, keeps forgetting where he left the keys or, you know, whatever that might, you know, is this something I should be concerned about? Get this list, 10 warning signs. You need to have it. So golden placements. Dot com. Fill out that contact form and get that list. And now I'm so excited to hear about another resource that you're bringing to us today called the Vial of Life. Well, um, I'm going to share with you again a little bit of a story. So my brother has a roommate. Um, they're in their 40s. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not like a senior type of person, but... This vial of life form was created by an associate of ours um, after I had shared this story. And um, my brother's roommate uh, had a grand mal seizure. So he, so my brother calls 911. 911 comes to the door, asks what his roommate's um, meds are and where are they. Well, he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And so some of those meds were uh, he his life depended upon them. Wow. So, it, you know, he goes into the bathroom and tries to find, you know, what's what and gives them to the EMTs. The hospital doesn't even know that he has a certain particular, you know, med that he, he absolutely needs. So many of us, even many of the people who are very senior in, in any licensed medical community, you have to have what is called a post form right. and you have to have your list of meds and it's all ready to go for the EMTs. But you and I should have one too. 
So this file of life form is basically general information. It's emergency contact number. So what if you were by yourself and your neighbor saw something right. and, and, and came in and there was distress? They would have no idea who your emergency contact was, and they would have no idea what your list of meds were or where they were. So this form is one that we've been passing out um, for several years, and uh, it is on our website that we really believe that everybody should have. And that should be available on your refrigerator, someplace that somebody can get a hold of. So it's called Bile of Life. And again, it's on our website. Uh, it's goldenplacements.com. Excellent. A lot of good stuff there. And, and the most important thing is a way to contact Diane and Cherie. Because what you offer is so valuable. And with a, with, a, with a big heart, I just really appreciate how you guys deal with every family very personally. You, you kind of get close to these people, right? They become, yes. uh, you kind of mm-hmm. bond with them and you're providing a service and I really appreciate that. So, Well, and what a fantastic way your business is designed so that the folks that are coming to you, the whole issue of what do I owe you is off the table and everyone just gets to focus in on what the job at hand is that's such a that's such a nice thing to have when you're when you're trying to work with somebody not to have this money thing in the middle of the conversation Mm -hmm. it really opens up uh, a lot of conversation and and puts people at ease relaxes them uh, Mm -hmm. um, somewhat Mm -hmm. much more so i think it really does help the process Mm mm-hmm You know, you mentioned a little bit earlier um, the the fact that some of the folks that you are working with and, so, and, and maybe you're working with their family member that's telling you that the kinds of deficits that their um, loved one is experiencing might be nutrition. Um, what do you what do you recommend? How do you handle that situation when what they're also telling you is the person, is saying everything's fine, and that's one I can think about, but I imagine that there are some other situations where when we're talking about this whole process of being able to remain in the home, there's gonna be some disagreements, and of course then we've got those power dynamics and some of those things that you're talking about in terms of parents wanting to maintain their independence and children feeling like they're being put in the parent role. How do you help your people navigate those issues? Um, well, that's that's a real difficult. And sometimes it, it takes counseling. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another resource that's that we resource, have. Yeah. yeah. That's another resource that we offer or would recommend um, to our clients because sometimes family dynamics does make it difficult. Yeah. Or some children have a certain idea what their parents need and another child has a different idea Um, even couples they can hide it from their kids their deficits and the things that are going on in their lives absolutely couples compensate for each other that's what we're supposed to do (laughs) right so so some of the the work you wind up doing is helping connect them with resources external to your organization Mm -hmm that can help them work through those kinds of conflicts. Mm -hmm. So again, that brings us back to, again, a a wide array, a comprehensive array of resources that you provide Mm -hmm. to the people who come to see you. What other kinds of resources would you like to make sure they're hearing about today? 
Since we've been in the business uh, in this industry for at least eight years, we have had the opportunity to meet some really good resources out there, and we have put together a group of uh, called Northwest Reti Professional Retirement Association, <laughs> a group of people who have all different types of senior resources. So let's say I go into a home and what they need are maybe grab bars or maybe a seat for their shower, things that will make them safe. Maybe they need some walkers um, or maybe a lifeline. Maybe they have more of a fall risk and their family's mm -hmm. worried that if something were to happen when they're alone, they can push that button and they can get help. Okay, it's a pendant. And a lot of communities have that now now too. Uh, the other thing is uh, medication man management. We've talked about that. People forgetting to take their medications. Mm. Um, there are uh, machines that will tell the uh, older adult to take it. Okay, It will say, it's time for your medications. You can fill up this machine for 30 days. A family member can do it. And if they do not take that medication, then the um, the company uh -oh. calls the first one on the list. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, wow. say, your mom or dad has not yeah. taken wow. medication. So they can go check on Yes, and it's a really, um, I used it for my father, and it worked very, very well. No mm. kidding. You know, sometimes I know that people feel kind of uh, trapped uh, if they're caring for a loved one. And uh, I know that you have some resources or some referrals. So if maybe what you need is an evening away or a weekend off or something, and, uh, you know, so you have uh, adult daycare options, respite, short stay options. Can you talk about that a little bit? They're not giving up. They just need a break. Right. Well, so how does I'm, that work? I'm going to go back to the couple that I was talking about mm -hmm. a bit earlier. So um, she was feeling so overwhelmed and just simply not able to make a decision. And everything she saw just made her just back away from making any kind of a decision. So we, we talked quite quite a bit about the fact that um, she she needed to step back so that she could make a good choice. I encouraged her to go to on take a vacation. She took a week off. We found a short-term stay, a respite stay for her in an adult care home for her husband, and he stayed with them. She went and visited friends and family that knew and loved them both and had known him before his dementia. So she was able to get solace, support, right. advice, wow. and she came back renewed. Mm -hmm. She's still not ready to make a decision, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But now when she looks at places, she, she has a better perspective. Sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in um, assisted living, when I was an administrator, there was one wife who scheduled every other month one week. She placed her husband with us on a respite stay for one week every other month so she could go and do and be. Right. And, right. and it really helped her to be able to keep her husband home longer because she wasn't so frustrated mm -hmm. and she was taking care of herself. Mm -hmm. So safe care. Safe and mm -hmm. care, those two words yeah. combined mm -hmm. are, we have to add that second one now because the kind of care you're talking about has an eye on the big picture. Mm -hmm. It is not just the client that is coming to see you, right. but the whole family support system. And, and what I hope our audience is hearing and what you're saying is that if we can keep the support system well cared for, keep right. them functional, keep their activities of daily living, uh, keep those getting ticked off the list, then ultimately that will help mm -hmm. their loved one mm -hmm. 
stay in the home longer, mm-hmm. which is what everybody really wants. It's not an easy time. It's not an easy season. It's a circumstance that comes to most of us sooner or later. I want to thank you both for being here today, Diane Delaney and Cherie Henry with Golden Placement Services. We want to make sure that our uh, people are reminded they can go to your website and request this uh, 10 warning signs. Uh, it starts with, has your loved one? And then a, a list of those 10 things that a family or a family member could be looking at. So uh, goldenplacements.com for that. And the uh, the vial of life is available right yes. there for a download, right? They can print it off and mm-hmm. fill it out. And you placed a lot of emphasis on that. So I'm hearing that message. I got to fill one of these out and <laughs> leave it at my place. So any uh, closing thoughts? I'm going to include Denise here because as the psychologist, I mean, you you deal with people who are in these kinds of tough mm-hmm. binds. Mm-hmm. So let's go here. Diane, any last uh, things to summarize or anything that you'd like to share with our audience? I know it's it's difficult time for any mm-hmm. family members going through this difficult time to place their parents. Um, it's frustrating. It's stressful. They don't know what to do where to go the doctor says they can't go home they're not safe mm-hmm. so yeah. reach out to us and we will mm-hmm. help you through that process and that transition with a smile with a smile mm-hmm. yes thank mm-hmm. you and probably a hug yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we get hugs right. Yeah. <laughs> right. and and know that after placement or after uh whatever our consultation is there will be follow-up when um we are very diligent that when once somebody is placed in a uh, with a provider, that we will follow up with the family, with the provider, stop in, see how the client is doing, because success is imperative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just Excellent. I will add my two cents because I can't help it, but I'll segue back to what Sheree said earlier about the fact that as human beings, we are social animals. Mm-hmm. And in our independence, that culture here in the United States of pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you know, just do it and all of this. But the truth of it is what you guys are, are helping our audience here today, we all need each other. And we're gonna be there too, and maybe in fact, I might be the one And I'm sure going to be grateful to know that my husband has somewhere to go to get him through that difficult time. And that's not some that piece of it. You don't have to do. You do that Mm -hmm. because you are committed and you are passionate people who are responding to really the call on all of us to care for one another. So again, it's what we all need is to care for each other and thank you for doing what you do and caring for for folks during a very difficult time for the family. And I was going to say something along those same lines when I put on my pastor hat and I've walked through these difficult times with many, many people in in my congregations. And uh, when we are put together in families, it's God's unique design, I think, that like you were, Denise, you were saying, that we would care for and love and serve one another. In fact, when we stand at the altar and take the wedding vow, in the in the case of spouse, one spouse caring for the other, for better or worse, well, this Mm -hmm. could be the worst part, Mm -hmm. sickness and in health, well, this could be the sickness part. 
But uh, in spite of the circumstances, or in spite of how I feel, I am called by God to love and serve my spouse or my parents, whatever in that, in that family connection. And uh, that's why I love to follow that up with you guys are the great resource when someone says, I have questions, I'm not sure what to do, I need to know where I can turn, who I can talk to. So uh, call Diane and Cherie, or let's, I want to hear the phone number again, but I want to give the web, web address, so go ahead with the phone number. <laughs> if I can, uh, 503-723-7145. And that's your office, yes. right? The office mm-hmm. number, because you both have cell phones too, but right. uh, I know uh, the office forwards to one of you, so mm-hmm. you're always available, but not at 2 o'clock in the morning, please. <laughs> Preferably not. Preferably not. Yeah, yeah. and then you want to go to goldenplacements.com. Uh, lots of good resources and information there, explanation about your services, and they can fill out a contact form to get more information or to get that 10 warning signs. Uh, I think that's so helpful. I appreciate seeing that. So thank you again, Denise. Or, no, that's, oh, that's well, over here. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, I was looking over here. and I, yeah. Diane Delaney and Cherie Henry for uh, being here with us in studio today, Golden Placement Services. God bless you both, and thank Thank you you for your service. Thank you for having us. And we're going to close now, and uh, we're going to finish up by saying this uh, part you can only hear online, but you can get it uh, on your tablet or your smartphone or on the computer, whatever internet connection you can make, and come back and listen to it again or all of our other shows, secondhalfnow.com with the radio archive tab. You can see all this, uh, the valuable information that we're putting out there with guests. D- Denise, don't we have great guests? We sure do. We're the, they're the we best. We sure do. I'm just sitting here smiling. Yeah, <laughs> and all of our guests great. have been fantastic, and we've got some other good shows coming up. So uh, thanks for listening. Glad to have you with us today with Golden Placement Services. And uh, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And we're saying goodbye for now, and we pray that God will help you live a life that honors Him and blesses others. So let's meet again right here on the website or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m. or Saturday at 8 a.m. on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today or ask questions. Visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.